so many things are changing this year with the situation that we're living. For those of us who've actually started a ketogenic lifestyle this year, this is the first Christmas you'll be doing keto. Mm -hmm. We want to talk about what traditions you are putting down and what new ones you might want to pick up to help yourself to enjoy Christmas this year, despite the circumstances. Mm -hmm. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet. Pat Chatterton. I'm Violet. And I'm Pat. We have a list. Hmm. Let's go. First tradition we obviously put down this year, I guess, like our candies, right? Candies, candy canes, chocolate, etc. I was never a candy cane person. No, um, like like I was. I don't eat candy. So like this, this let, let's be yeah. clear. Like I've never been a candy person. It hurts my mouth. So, it was more chocolate, chocolate for me. For you, I guess you did eat candy canes. No, not really. I think oh, it was. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Me, 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 like it was more like uh, chocolate, like you. I think. Like I remember, like in my family, we used to have those like uh, plates with chips and chocolates and you know those rose buds so yeah it was which more... are not necessarily christmas candies right but no, but yeah true, i remember but... after eight chocolate with the uh, mint yeah. inside like again that yeah. was a thing for some reason every holiday we would have that so for sure i was going more towards the chocolate plates of food than uh, the chips or like uh or even the candy cane. i remember like i think last year i threw a box of candy canes that i probably had like for <laughs> maybe three four years <laughs> in my cupboard so even even my my sons are not too too much into candy canes actually well, I... this is the funny thing that i think we see now is like i do realize our kids and this is going back before we even started keto like we would put candy canes on the tree as part of the tradition and usually the well, I actually put chocolate on the tree because I just like chocolate. But usually the chocolate would be gone mm. and the candy canes would eventually be thrown in the garbage. Mm. So it's like, it's true. I remember that. Um, but these are things it's like, so how hard is it to put down candy canes for me? Not at all. Not at all yeah. Right. Yeah. So I wonder for all you guys out there, like, are there things that were traditional that for you, you didn't really engage it anyway. So it's like not a big deal mm. to put it down. So like the typical junk food that we would see would be that Christmas, those candy canes, the chocolate, the, the, the log. The, the, oh, the, yeah, the, the Christmas the log, Christmas, log like the Christmas cookies. Oh, mm -hmm. the sugar cookie things. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I think I did eat a bit of those. Again, not my favorite. I'm, I, if there's no chocolate in the cookie, I'm really not that. I at least I wasn't that interested mm -hmm. in it. So for all of us, like those things now are like, well, what do we do? Do we do we find keto versions of those? So this is a mm -hmm. question mark for later. So do you say your mom's traditional food that you would miss the most or that like you put down but you have some regrets like leaving off the table because it was not keto friendly? Okay, I don't know if I have regrets about it, but I did put down I and I do miss. Well, there's actually two things. Okay. I'm going to go back a little bit further in history. I miss my grandmother's pone, which mm. was something that was made around Christmas. Like that was like waited for all year long. Okay. And we haven't had that since she passed. And my mother makes like the best sweet bread that you can okay. possibly. And sweet bread is not like bread bread. It's like a cake bread sort of thing <laughs> from the islands. And but she also makes um, pudding, which is another kind of cake. Um, actually, she hasn't made that in a long time. These are two things that we would traditionally have at the holidays that I remember like looking forward to. Now, granted, my mom does make bread and pudding at different times of the year, but it's nothing that you have all the time. I think the other thing that would happen just around the holidays would be sugar cake, which is this coconut and sugar thing. It's more like a candy, really. I don't know why it's called cake. I mean, I'm sure this piece of that size, you're getting 17 grams of sugar in one shot. But I remember eating those uh, when I was growing up. So these are the things that I'm like, That's a, those are traditional things that we will no longer indulge in. 
especially before keto, I remember the, those sweet bread your mom used to actually bake one for every mem family member that was at a party. Like it was countless the number of, <laughs> of of breads that were like when you when you got to the party. And and oftentimes, like even before we were keto, like the morning after and the morning after like the party we would we would have that for uh for break for breakfast or for for lunch like a piece of sweet bread for me i don't remember my 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 mom or my even my grandmother like because they both passed but we're not into sweet i think the the, the thing i missed most my mom used to make those little rolls with um with ground beef and and a mix of spices that that was so delicious and uh i completely lost the recipe actually uh, of that but that that is my the main thing that i i think i miss most about uh, about christmas you said rolls what is it rolled in no it's a it's a little like you know those bread like a lobster roll like uh in, oh, so but, it's but bread it's a it's a bread yeah okay, it's, well, it's, it's a little carbs. sandwich okay. like it's i a thought you were saying it wasn't carbs okay no no no, no it was like totally carbs but, okay but just but the, it wasn't sweet but, Okay. But honestly, the meat by itself would probably be good, even though there was a little bit of vegetables that probably, uh, I don't even remember, probably onions that, that, that weren't there. Uh, but she was also making some um, meat pies, though, that were really good, but like okay. with the potatoes and, and everything. And what about the meats? Like, I, so I know for sure our family, there would be a turkey and there would be a ham, like a big ham, and there would be a big pork roast and there would be chicken. To go alongside those meats, you would have lasagna, rice, macaroni pie. So, like, there was a lot of food mm -hmm. also, aside from all the, the junk food. Just think about what it used to be if you're coming from a world of standard American diet. Now we're in a keto world. Like, But the whole day was about well, hanging out and eating. Hmm. I don't even know how it became a tradition. It shouldn't have been a tradition. But for some reason, I always seem to be up on the 24th wrapping something. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I cannot seem to get myself <laughs> to wrap in <laughs> I mean, that's not a keto thing, but it's just like a funny little ha ha ha. Because being up too late isn't good for your health, just in the sense that like you should be sleeping. I think oh. the thing that I'm also just realizing as we're thinking back on Christmas's past is how little attention we paid to our physical health and all of this stuff. Mm. Like we were so focused on having a fun party that we would sacrifice our sleep sacrifice our nutritional food even if we what we thought was healthy i mean there's no way that we could say a piece of sugar cake this big was healthy mm. so like there's certain things that we just kind of knew we were doing that we shouldn't have been doing and i will add to that all the different beverages that we would have so i remember that there was alcohol almost at every i kept no i would say at every mm. at every holiday party there was alcohol for sure there was i remember my mom used to make this punch that had like a bunch of stuff in it that like looking back was it healthy like all kinds of soda and this and that for us kids to drink and it's like juices and all kinds of stuff and yeah like just for us to have a fun drink too so like i don't think that that was particularly healthy um of course there was soda was it ever diet i think i only started drinking diet soda much later but even that's mm. not the most healthy thing so i think like just eggnog wasn't a part of our tradition mm. but i think i i remember having it at someone's on like around that time like I, I remember getting oh, introduced no. to it and then kind of liking it and being like hmm, I, you know i never actually was too much into eggnog i'm i i it's something i would drink and like you i, I like i started or i tasted it later like in life but but uh it's ne something i never really was really fond of i guess good for you because yeah, it's not necessarily it's, it's, no, no, something no, no it's really sweet i know it's really sweet <laughs> it's such a but, sweet drink yeah 
but these are the things right like we don't even think about it mm -hmm. we just would drink these things and not even give it a second thought. so like mm -hmm. i think today if we were thinking like what's the difference like how is christmas going to look different for how does it look different for us and what are we proposing yeah for yeah. you guys because all of these things we're talking about seemed super fun mm -hmm. back when we were doing it until now we're looking back and realizing like i mean for me anyways the hit that my joints took from all of these fun <laughs> foods right it's gonna be your third uh is it gonna be your third christmas now on keto i did 2018 i did 2019 okay. so yeah this is gonna be my third one. third one and um well interestingly though this for transparency my first one in 2018 i started keto in april of 2018 so i was very very comfortable in my food choices by the time i did christmas that year but i know some of you are like coming into this maybe you're a month in maybe you're even just weeks in right and so i think what we're trying to do right now is help you to see that there's a way to do christmas and be comfortable and like enjoy what you're going to be eating and i you know what i'm going to say this right away you're going to enjoy what you're eating much more the next day because when you wake up and you still feel good like honestly that is if there's not if there's one reason to eat properly it's that waking up that next day and still feeling good worth it all but like what are so, the things that we are encouraging i think right now for sure the first thing i think is meat the the safest your safest bet is meat whether it's ham or turkey uh, or chicken or even beef uh, just be careful if there's some stuffing inside the turkey, the turkey oftentimes it's made with potatoes so so be careful with that really yeah we didn't yeah know. no uh, my mom used to make, to make it with potatoes oh that's interesting yeah. we just use i think my mom used crackers okay to make it. okay so there's some form of, of carbs I think the oh yeah for sure yeah, yeah. oh my gosh you can't have uh, mm. stuffing that's not carbs what are you talking yeah, yeah. about <laughs> <laughs> so what are the sides though like uh if uh for some of you that like that like to have a side with your meat vegetables salad vegetables be careful like for sure like potatoes carrots are very popular on uh, uh on christmas so be go with the lowest glycemic vegetables if, so I think that one possible. of the things that you're pointing out that's really important for us to pay attention to right now is this whole idea of wherever you're going to be at Christmas, making sure that there is a plan for some kind of side dish for you. Because yeah. I think what you're pointing out right now is like, yeah, it's true. There's all kinds of side dishes. Will I be able to eat any of them? <laughs> but although like at your mom, there's not a lot of the main side dish that I've seen in the past uh, five, six years. Um, is rice and we don't eat it rice so. lasagna oh rice lasagna. Oh, but, but i don't consider lasagna as a side but yeah like, but that's uh, what's that's why it's there it's a side uh, okay it's a side okay okay okay. <laughs> so basically we've been eating the chicken and the turkey and the pork like we've been eating meat mm -hmm. um did we sometimes we did bring an avocado though so if it's accepted by your host uh something to consider just maybe bring an avocado what i will say is that the first year i brought a bunch of food that I thought I was going to want to eat. Mm. In the end, I didn't really eat much. And this is the interesting thing about me and the holidays is that I'm so busy flitting around and talking to people that I usually don't end up eating much anyway. But mm. it's this thing where you're so afraid to be caught off guard mm. that you're like trying to cover every base. But the truth is, is that still I was concerned about it. So I showed up with salad, I showed up with vegetables, I showed up with avocado, I showed up with all kinds of things that I ended up like not eating. Yeah. But I think probably I had two pieces of fried chicken that whole night. But it's okay, right? Yeah. I think the thing is like to be prepared, it's better to be over prepared than under prepared. 
And I think that's part of what we're trying to show you here is that I, I brought a bunch of stuff. I think that you guys could too. I don't believe that people who invite you for the holidays care if you show up with food for yourself because if you can't eat what they're cooking, they're not expecting you to starve. Mm -hmm. I think that most people just want you to be there. Mm -hmm. Right? Most family members, most friend, friends, whoever's inviting you over, they just want you to be there. They just want you to come and have a good time. Sure. What about alcohol? Beers? Okay, so... <laughs> When it comes to alcohol, it, everybody has to take their decision because if you go with a, an alcohol that has a low carb count, so you, for example, I mean, beer wouldn't fall in there, no, but, but like most, sense. there's a lot of wines that have a very low carb count. Like a mm. bottle can have like two grams of carbs for a whole bottle. I mean, actually, I think we've been seeing one that had one gram 1. of carb 5. for a whole bottle. So like if you go for a bottle that has a very low carb count, then you actually could indulge the problem isn't the carb count if you choose well it's the alcohol mm -hmm. so the thing we need to keep in mind is that our body goes for the most toxic thing first and in this particular case alcohol is more toxic than carbs so what that means is that if i'm eating and drinking when my body is trying to manage me it's detoxifying the alcohol first which means that the carbs are kind of circulating a little longer mm -hmm. than they would have been if i was just eating it's the thing to keep in mind, right? I, I encourage you to just, you know, pay attention to what you're doing. Now, if you want to be the safe as you possibly be and you know you're going to drink, have a carnivore night. Just eat meat. Mm -hmm. That small tinge of carb that's in meat, it's going to keep you at least at the lowest of low amount of carbs you could have taken in. So as for alcohol, beer, usually the beers, maybe if you go with the, the ultra low, um, the light beers, I think some of them like has a, a low... A carb count but low low relatively low i mean like i think uh, the, the the lowest beers I, i've found the light beers have five or six grams of carb maybe per bottle but you, you have to say check. per bottle you mean like single serving yeah single serving yeah if you, if you go to like your light beers your day. yeah so if you go towards the light beers and they fit it could work wine are safer but like look on like check on the bottle usually like the 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 white wines have uh a greater range of uh, of uh, sweetness let's call it like that uh, we've seen like the one we drink have 1.5 uh, grams per whole bottle per liter where we can find you can find like uh, 15 and 20 grams per liter for the dessert wine and the sweet wine you really should be checking the carb count of your wine before you drink it before you, yeah that way you know how much of the wine you actually can drink because keep it in mind like i said earlier it's going to be alcohol first and then that those carbs and then but, and that's the carbs yeah. you drank and the carbs in the food that you ate so yeah. you want to just be sure but like you said um before like if you why not bring your own wine like usually your host probably won't won't mind that and that's what we uh, we usually do and the other thing maybe you want to keep also uh, as a possibility like the hard liquor so so the hard liquor but not the sweet kind like not uh yeah the, the ones that that you mix and uh, with like so so those are to be avoided but like rum vodka scotch yes. whiskey yeah. bourbon so the, the one even rum like uh, surprisingly enough rum it's is hard liquid and and there's not there's not not a lot of carbs like in in those oh there's not a lot no there's not a lot of carbs in in, in rum so at the end of the day i think the thing i'm going to say going back to what i said at the very beginning of this is in our history we were not paying any attention to how the things we put in our mouth mm. was harming us. Yeah. And I feel no, like even this long conversation we're having about alcohol right now is a good point in, in case in point, right? Like how we get caught up in wanting to do things on the mm. holiday that are quote unquote fun, even if there's a possibility it's going to harm us metabolically or harm our internals. Mm. And so sure, 
you can find alcohol that's going to fit in your keto lifestyle, it's up to you to stop and think, like, is that really what I want to do? If I look at for myself anyways, in the past year, the number of times I've actually drank, it's like, have I drank even maybe, if I, if I touch three times, hmm. I'm surprised, right? And this because today when I'm going to have something, I'm thinking about my health more so than somehow this is going to make yeah. it more fun. And Learning how yeah. to enjoy your life without needing some kind of external food or beverage really does become important. And it helps us to really see, are we taking care of ourselves or are we escaping, mm. right? So if you're having a drink just to have a quick drink with, and like, that's one thing, check your moderation and just yeah. be sure like, you know, that's, that's my two cents on that part of the, the story. Speaking of beverages, uh, the same, like, like we just said, the same for food, the alcohol. Uh, if you go to a place where usually they don't have diet soda, bring your diet soda because like, you probably don't want to drink a regular soda on keto lifestyle, like just one can of uh, of your popular brand has, I think, 30-something grams of or even maybe more of uh, of sugar. Yeah, yeah, it's to be avoided. Same goes for juices, like fruit juice. Uh, uh, like, yeah, avoid them at all Drinking. Costs. Drinking your sugar intake is never a good idea. Mm -hmm. If you're going to have any kind of carb, you should be eating it because at least there's a possibility that you're going to feel full before you've overcome, like gone over the amount that you should be eating. Although it's easier to do with cookies, but if you're eating mm -hmm. real food, which is the other part of the story. So try your best this holiday season to focus on real foods. And I think yeah. like, so globally, when I'm eating something, I'm focused on fueling myself and building a new violet for the next seven years. I'm going to choose my foods better, mm. right? So just focus on whole foods. Have fun with it. You know what's a whole food that's fun? Nuts. Yeah. Right? You know what's a whole, like, there, there's other oh, yeah. things that we could be eating. Mm. I mean, avocado, but I that's just a, can't But that's enough. a nice segue to, uh, I was just about to, to talk about dessert. Like, uh, if there's you know, the chocolate cakes and the logs and, like, what, what would be some fun more fun foods like you talked about nuts you just talk, uh, talked about nuts uh what about maybe oh uh, yeah cheese uh what about like high percentage uh, cacao chocolate like above 80 i guess check your numbers uh, that might be one square of two or two that could be a a, a possibility right don't recommend it but some dessert you would bring that you made with almond flour, coconut flour, maybe? I, you're right. I, so, I, like, I think replacement desserts. Keto-friendly like, desserts. If you're still in that transition period, so if this is your first Christmas, then make the, make the replacement, mm. right? The hope is that by next year, you'll be past that. Um, oh, even, maybe you just want to have that one, say, year. Maybe. I maybe. don't know. Okay. We'll see. Like, I mean, honestly, like, you just mentioned, like, dark chocolate, like, Although when I first started this, I was eating that. It's not even a thing in my head anymore. Mm. I think when you start to focus more on health, these ideas kind of fall away. However, doesn't mean to say that you can't do that once in a blue moon, mm. right? It's the same way that you drink alcohol once in a blue moon. What's important for me is that you keep these things as occasional treats and once or twice a year, it's an occasional treat. So that really falls well into what we're talking about. Pay attention to yourself. Mm. If you have chocolate today and then for the next five days you're having it, you're not ready yet. So just pay attention to yourself. Let yourself see what's happening. I don't know if I'm going to have nuts for this holiday season. It seems like every time I touch nuts, I want to eat them for five days. Mm. I think I might, but it's not 100% sure yet. I've, I haven't decided yet. I think on the day I'll decide and then I will monitor myself the next few days and see what happens. Right. But these are the things that when you're being like super clear and honest with yourself and 
just really looking at Violet, what are you doing? You start to see these little patterns and it's like, if I don't like it, I need to do something about it because there's no external force that's going to change this for me, right? If I want it to change, I'm going to make it change. Okay, so so well, that's an interesting uh, question. So if uh, you're talking about nuts, so if you would have a little more fun food during Christmas, it would be nuts. Possibly, Possibly. If I, I think. Okay. But I mean, like I find avocado fun too. So I probably, would, I think one of the things that we don't allow ourselves to understand, but that becomes very apparent when your focus is being healthy. The more that I'm focused on being healthy, the more I'm enjoying the things that I'm actually eating that are healthy. So like I still get excited about having avocado for supper, even though I have it several times a week, yeah. right? But on the day that I know I'm having that, it's like, yay. And I, I feel like, and I still get excited by olives. I mean, like, it's just, it, you, for the amount that I eat these things, you would think that I'd be bored with it by now. But I go back to that whole thing of when I was doing standard American diet, I got excited by French fries. I mean, mm. Jesus, I've been eating French fries since I was, how old, mm. right? And it still was getting excited. But so I do feel that you start to realize that what tastes good to you is what you're going to like and what you like is what you eat. And what you eat is what's mm. going to taste good to you. And it's a circle sure. that you get onto. Yeah if you allow yourself to. But if I keep looking to these other foods to be fun, guess what happens? I never let myself get used to these new healthy foods that I'm eating, right? Like, did I ever think that I would like asparagus? <laughs> For some reason, now I do, <laughs> right? So these are the interesting things that start to happen, right? It's just interesting to me. Well, I think there's another tradition that we have added and it's funny how as the season approaches, we start thinking about it and say, like, oh, we're going to yeah, do that. That's true. That's true. And you want to bring that's that true. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I guess you were referring to fasting. Yeah. <laughs> we were already talked about like, oh, this year when we were going to do it like before Christmas, after Christmas. So we decided to do it after Christmas or so between Christmas and New Year's. It's a good tool to, to allow your body to clean up. And so twice a year, it's a good, uh, although I don't remember we did like we did last summer, but like, yeah, uh, we, did. Yeah, we did. So, um, so yeah, it's a, it's an interesting tool. I don't know, like, did you, were you planning, like, did you have a specific goal in mind or a specific, uh, I think we were going to do a water, like a water fast. We always do a water fast. I always so, say I'm going to go seven days. I never make the seven days. Seven days is a bit long. <laughs> but, but I, I don't, yeah. people do more than that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. But I think the funny thing is I say seven days and in my mind, I really do every time believe I'm going to do mm -hmm. seven days. But at the same time, I will never force myself to fast. And this mm -hmm. is one of the things when we talk to anyone and we're talking about fasting it's like i encourage you to fast at the same time i encourage you to follow mm. your body yeah. so for me i can do four days super easy and it's always that fifth day yeah, <laughs> somewhere right. in that fifth day that somehow i tend to start being like oh this hunger isn't going away the first the first 24 hours is uh, a little bit uh, for me i remember like the first 20 20 not the, no, not, not the first 24 hours the 24 to 48 like the second day it's a little bit uh more challenging i guess because you didn't have there's a period in the beginning but then after like the three day number three four are good and then at number five it starts to be a little bit like not your body me. you know not okay. for me for me i I'm, right. I'm cool right up until that day four okay uh, it's just it's funny how it hits but me. that like going over that that first let's say you start no no the first 24 because like you start your fast and then around supper it's time to have your meal and you don't have it like your mind is like trying to get you to go get it this the first that okay yeah that and and then then if like after that like you you don't eat you go to bed and then, and then i'm fine for a few days after 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's interesting that I don't have that anymore, but I think it's just because, you know, that hunger that you get, but if you drink something, it goes away. Like, if that's what, it, as soon as I drink something, if it goes, my brain is gone to the next thing. So, like, I don't rest on that piece of information that, oh, I would have been eating now. I mean, usually I have so many things to do <laughs> that I'm just, like, on to the next thing. I feel like the reason day five maybe this year I'll make it to six, I don't know, but like the reason day five tends to get me is that I'll drink and it doesn't go away. And so the nice thing that we're doing this year for ourselves that I don't, I didn't do the other times. So the other Christmases, because the other Christmases we did it after New Year's and the positive this year, well, first of all, we can't gather. So like, it doesn't matter if we do it and we're still recovering on New Year's just in case we make the actual seven days. So I'm not worried about that because we don't have to be in a position where we're eating anything anyways. But the other times when we were, we did it after the holidays, I was always back to work. So that day five was more challenging just because I couldn't eat as soon as I noticed that the hunger wasn't leaving me versus this time we're going to be home. So as soon as I noticed that the hunger isn't leaving me, whatever meal that we're planning, which we always plan. So if you're doing a longer fast, it's always important to plan a very soft first meal, a very like easily digestible, mm -hmm. some kind of bone broth slash, you know, very soft, light veggies mm -hmm. slash meat in there somehow, but like really, really soft meal. This so your system isn't hit with like a steak mm -hmm. when you haven't eaten in seven or five days or four days or even two days like it's it's a well two days you might be able to pull it off but we don't want to engage refeeding syndrome so you want to take your time and just you know reintroduce slowly but usually that would happen to me i'd be at work and then like you know the, the last piece of my day it's like oh, i gotta get home right yeah. so this year we we're planning it in between the two so that i have lots of time to recover sure but it might but maybe for some people uh, might prove a little bit more challenging because you don't like you're gonna like be stuck home not at work maybe on vacation so so maybe it would be a good idea to plan ahead and have a list of activities that you want to do either i'll go outside or you do like um stuff in your home maybe you have some repainting to do or renovation like just maybe have a list be prepared and have a list of activities you want to accomplish not being like on front of the tv during the whole Two weeks if you have two weeks of vacation so what i'm going to say to that is, is first of all of course being busy is going to be helpful and the second part of that though is that if you eat because you're bored we're still mm. in a bad position yeah. right like the truth is like what we're doing is that when we feel hungry we're drinking something and then if the hunger goes away then we know we're not really hungry and i do that every time that first time that i feel hungry i'm going to drink something whether it's gonna be water whether it's gonna be coffee black coffee but i'm gonna drink something And then if the hunger goes away, I keep moving forward. The moment that the hunger doesn't go away, so I drink hmm. and I'm like still hungry and I drink a little more and I'm still like, if that hunger doesn't go away after I finish that coffee, it's time to eat. Now, typically for me, that takes about five days. We all know that I'm, I'm at the weight that I'm wanting to stay at, but I'm still a little bit over the weight that my body would have probably rested on. I probably have, I mean, I have a little bit of leeway right mm -hmm. depending on how close you are to your um your body's goal weight so not necessarily your goal weight but your body's goal weight the weight that your body wants to stay at for so because if you're fighting your body you're going to feel that too 
but if how close you are to your actual goal weight is going to determine how many days you can your body is not going to let you starve yourself right mm -hmm. like if you need energy it's going to tell you no no like go get some food mm -hmm. right so you're going to drink that water and guess what's going to happen you'll still be hungry you're going to drink that coffee and guess what's going to happen you're going to still be hungry mm -hmm. the reason that when we fast for more than so now we're talking like more than a 48 hour fast the reason that we don't have any energy in that coffee is to be sure that we can tell when it's time to eat if you put fat in your coffee you're gonna be able to keep going right yeah. because you're giving yourself energy right so we don't do that because we want to be able to tell like when is it when is my body saying no no hey it's mm -hmm. time to eat some food violet and so again for myself that tends to happen around day five at some point and for have you passed five uh, no, no, have no. you I passed four? The longest, uh, no, I think I, I made it to five uh, okay. the last year or like okay. last year. So like for both yeah. of us, it's around five. Right. Yeah. And just for clarity too, it's not because I have a lot of weight to lose that my body might not still push me to eat. I'm aware that there are people who fast even during their weight loss process, like fast multiple days. There's always a point at which your body says, hey, and it's not just about needing energy. We've got energy protein if your body's trying to repair if your body's, body's trying to do stuff it's not necessarily able to recycle as much as it needs to do the repairs mm -hmm. that quickly right it's going to recycle but is it going to be that fast so eating some building blocks becomes really important at that point in time this christmas can be your best christmas ever because during this christmas you can actually do the thing that matters most put your health first and make this the Christmas that you walk out the other side feeling better than how you walked in, <laughs> right? Eat appropriately, have energy, sleep enough, and enjoy yourself with your family and friends if you're so able. Because eh, we're not able, but may, I hope you guys are able. Mm. I want to thank you for watching Mind Blowing Health and Wellness with Violet, Patch Hat Edition. There's some videos on the screen right now if you want to click to further improve your health. Wellness Warriors, always happy that you come back. Patrons, thank you very much. There's t-shirts <laughs> in the description below. Can't wait to talk to you guys again next week. Talk to you next week.